0: Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of Down in Flames podcast. We're happy to be back here on Wednesday night, uh, getting ready to go back to our normal schedule. We'll be starting on Thursday nights again, I believe, next week of our live shows and then getting our episodes posted on every Friday. So be looking for that. Happy to have you joining us again tonight. Uh, Tonight we're going to have uh, have Mike McCain here, Jared Jeffers, Thomas Poncero. Producer Mike, that's right. Not Mike McCain, Producer Mike. Yeah. I'm Kyle Parisele, and from remote session over the phone, we have the one and only Peyton.
1: All the way from Mobile. 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 We're not British.
2: Did you just insult Alabama?
1: I think they insulted the (laughs) British. (laughs) (laughs) What? They insult a lot of places. Mm -hmm.
2: Alabama insults
1: a
0: lot of places? Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Yeah, Uh, especially... Well, this year they got insulted.
3: That's right, they did. So, that's right, they did. That's right.
0: We haven't done a show since. No, no. we haven't. Are you? Are Woo-hoo! so? Jerry, no whoo- college football. <laughs> no. <laughs> he said we're done. <laughs> Tom yeah. is
3: like to find Finally, end of don't do Done. There is one other individual that shares that same sentiment.
2: Actually, actually, I'd rather I'd rather talk college football tonight than talk more about the Patriots.
3: Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to get ag- angry again. It was actually. It's been a good day. And well, now I've got to talk about this again. We're all in agreement there. I think. So, most I like the, Tom,
1: Tom
4: Most
3: of the
0: country is in agreement.
4: Yeah.
3: why well, are we going to. Wait, what?
1: He's the greatest thing since Starburst. Get off our Can show.
2: Stop. <laughs> oh, my. I will throw
1: something. Are we, uh,
4: we going to. Mike, I'm going to come back from <laughs> Alabama and kick you out of that room <laughs> myself.
3: <laughs> Do you know the requirement of this podcast to hate Tom Brady? Thank yeah. you. I are, are we going to uh, touch on the national championship game at all? Or uh, Clemson well, won. No, the we, end. W-
0: we weren't going to, but I Clemson mean, I, won. The I
2: the
1: don't
3: end. know
0: if there's a whole lot more to talk about. Move
2: uh, it, on. I, I was it just probably doesn't a do little, much to break excerpt. down the game three weeks later. That's true. I guess. Trevor Lawrence played real well.
1: Good. at The end.
5: John Gruden's already. <laughs> don't call him Taking for him.
1: Alabama
0: you know the, couldn't score inside the red zone. The end. You know the yeah.
1: the real life sunshine from. Remember the Titans, who's a real person, uh, Yeah, played at the University of South Carolina in real life.
0: Wow. Yeah. Did he play quarterback at the University of South Carolina? Yes.
1: Yes, he, he
3: did. did. Okay. Well, I was just going to say that uh, real quick. I'm just going to say it. So that was the first time I actually felt like Clemson had the advantage on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Didn't feel like we ever had that in the past. I felt like it was one way or the other. This was the year that I actually felt like on both sides of the ball, offensive line and defensive line, that we had the upper hand on that side. So that's why I felt really good going into the game, but um, was not expecting that kind of performance. Uh, the, the youngsters just really showed up. Justin Ross, Trevor Lawrence, T. Higgins. I mean, Justin all Ross... Guys. Etienne. dude's going to be a He's, stud. Yeah, he is at TN. Um, and we're still, I mean, really the only losing Hunter Renfro on the offensive side. And then, I mean, of course we're losing some offensive line help too, but um, Clemson, Clemson's just loaded up at this point. So I'm, I'm excited for the, for the next couple of years. Peyton actually had brought up a good point. He mentioned, uh, he doesn't remember a time where a quarterback <laughs> won. <laughs> Sorry. And, <laughs> Mike having a little, uh, Mike issues. Um. <laughs> what well, kind of mic issues? You yeah, have he, some personal issues over there, Mike? I can hear—he's so breathing. <laughs>
1: this mic is really—he. Really
3: it shouldn't hot. have been that funny, but he—I'm he, talking about Clemson. He's trying to sabotage it. <laughs> the, the the South Carolina fan over here is trying to sabotage. I don't it. think that's much better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, and the, the fans at home can't even see it. That's I knew I funny. shouldn't about the extra-large.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always buy the extra-large. Oh, man.
3: <laughs> man. Uh, Peyton, I was trying to give you props. I'm sorry. But he, he mentioned that he, he was wondering when the last time, or if ever, a quarterback has won three national championships in college. Um, or even four, because he mentioned. I he said hope, he said hopefully three Whoa. more. He said hopefully we're three getting more. ahead of ourselves. So and I was like,
0: wow. When's the last time that there was a back-to-back national champion? Alabama hasn't even done it, have they?
3: It's I think Florida did it, if I'm not mistaken. FSU no, yeah, F- I think Florida. that's Florida. Florida did it, did it. Tebow? F- it with Tebow because the
0: year he won the Heisman, they won it, and then and the they, next year he didn't win the Heisman, but they still in the still national championship. Didn't FSU right. do it
1: like back in the day forever? No, but excuse me, Miami,
3: Miami.
0: Yeah, back in the in the poll era, I mean, um, yeah.
3: Yeah, because that was th- – one of those years was when Florida beat Ohio State in both football and basketball in the national championship game, which I thought was crazy that both yeah. teams for both sports were in this national championship for the same season. Also cool story. Alabama
2: yeah. did do it in 11-12. Uh, did it? They, was okay. 11, 2012. Okay, did Nebraska two did it in the 90s. Oklahoma did it. Uh, so it's a rarity. Yeah. USC did it in 03 uh, and 04 with an asterisk. Okay. Oh, yeah, uh, that,
3: that was the that was the Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush stuff. Yeah. yeah. What were you about to say, Kyle? I was going
0: to say fun fact. Did you know the first ever NCAA tournament championship game was between Oregon and uh, I can't start. remember. It was the same. It was the same two teams that played in the in the first. National championship for college basketball tournament, and the first two teams to play each other in the four team playoff the national championship. I just really? can't remember who Oregon played that year. It Ohio was Florida State. State.
3: It was Florida State. Was it, Was it, I think it was Ohio State. It was Meyer. Well, they Ohio State won the whole thing, but they beat. Now Alabama. I'm questioning myself. How did college football take up. over again? They beat, okay. Ala- <laughs> they beat Alabama to get I there. I got rid of this. Oregon, Rainbow, or- Alabama. Oregon beat Florida State first because that was the year Jameis Winston. They. Got beat by Oregon. Stole some crab legs. And Oregon played Ohio State, I thought. In the, uh, uh, the, the first
0: one was Oregon Ducks' r- first title, first. In the fir- first Final Four. Runner-up was Ohio State. And it was the same for that year because it was the um, other way around. Ohio State won. Oregon was a runner-up because that was...
3: Marcus Mariota.
0: Marcus Mariota, who didn't win the national championship. Correct. Either. Right. Yep. Sorry to... We, Peyton, we start Peyton. we started talking interesting facts
2: and that popped in our mind. So right. now, Have you made so. it to your hotel yet? Did we lose Peyton?
4: I'm just waiting. I'm looking at the uh, outline here and just waiting for us to get past this baseball. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> <if you haven't, laughs> that's what I was gonna say.
2: I was gonna say if you haven't made it to your hotel, you can you can take a couple minutes off because we're gonna talk a little. bit. All baseball. right,
0: let's move into baseball here. So coming up on uh, MLB free agency has definitely been drawn out here. Uh, we still have not had a Mach- Machado landing or a Harper landing what 3 weeks away from pictures and catches reporting, yeah, it feels this like is, this so is I, mean, nuts. I mean you're coming down to the wire here we're, if
1: you're
3: going to it you have know a team what this means by spring training. i
1: thought Manny Machado was with the Orioles uh, yeah he's free
3: he agent. he was, he and then, was. He, then he got free traded to the Dodgers and now he's a free agent and the white Sox actually offered him a 175 million dollar contract so over that 75 million
2: less than what he wanted that we believe right 7 years under
3: 75 mil yeah. yeah
2: which you know what but you know what we are we're, we're drawing towards a strike you, you know a strike is coming because of this if if machado and harper can't get signed or if they're not getting the money that they want then you know this is going to lead to a strike yeah whenever the whenever the the, the bargain agreement comes to a close maybe i think 2021 there's a, it's or, a ways away yeah, it's, it's a couple of years i think it's 2021 or 2022 something similar something one of those years but man
3: this is this is bad for baseball well, the fact I that think. they're too young. I think the is fact is that. that it's too young, studs. Right, man. you
2: have twenty. They're, they're both twenty-six. They they've both been perennial all-stars. They're both you know, thirty home run, hundred RBI guys. And uh, in Machado's case, he's definitely a Gold Glove winner when he plays third yeah. base. They the, can't get the money. don't like they just I, got I, offered what? That was twenty-five million dollars a year. Yeah. That, that makes him like That's the only $25 million but, a year. But I mean, there's guys that, that are out there that are making $30, $35 million. Already. Who's
0: being more greedy here? The owners or the players? Let's.
2: <laughs> I mean, well, if, if A Rod can get a, a $200 million contract back in like 2005, right? And revenue since then has now doubled or tripled in baseball right but
0: his but his contract was longer though than what they're wanting for these it ones, 10 so, years
2: wasn't it? it was a 10-year deal It was a 10-year 250 million dollar deal or so so right on par but that was 10-15 years ago where revenue was half of what it was in baseball
3: well it's also the players are I mean they're they're kinda trying to figure out who they want to go to as well so I mean they have that kinda of, I mean are, are they taking offers from teams that might not be as good probably not I mean so I mean I like there could right. be, How there could serious be is
2: Machado considering the White Sox.
1: Right. Right. So I was going right. to say, it, like I never hear anything about the White Sox. So I mean There's like these reason. these yeah. lower
3: end teams could be offering them big contract, big money, but they're not taking it cuz they don't but, want to play I mean, for a but team. But I mean but we that. did see
2: what the the White Sox offered him. Right. And right. it wasn't a big con I mean no. it was a it was a I mean big but big dollars, but it's, but, yeah, it's not but, like record. Yeah. Typically you see
3: the market go up. Yeah. Right. Well as revenue goes up, right. you would
2: say Baseball, the, the players get a share of that increase in revenue this right, year, which right. thus far they are not.
3: Well, and I'm a little more shocked that Harper hasn't been signed yet just because he hasn't had any off-the-field well, issues, whereas Machado, or even on-the-field issues, I should say, whereas Machado, Machado has had on-the-field yeah. issues. So, I mean, for him, I understand a little bit more. But for Harper, I really don't get why he's not well, signed do you yet.
2: Think, do you think that he's going to get burned here uh, as in Harper? Because at the beginning of free agency or at the end of the year, he got a ten-year, three hundred million dollars contract from the Nationals that he ended up turning down. Because right, weren't we all talking about maybe three to four hundred million dollars contracts, and now we're, yes, half that,
3: yeah. Yeah, And yeah, I, I think
2: I, and you know the Nationals probably have pulled that 10-year 300 million dollar contract off the board at this point because nobody else is Well and looking at the market of the other yeah, yeah of the other Sh-
3: players Sure,
0: I think though this speaks in a sense though to the just the way the game of baseball has been changing to though I mean the fact that these guys aren't getting the value that It is baseball has gone a lot big in part to the Billy bean change over the last 10-15 years it's gone to a system where you don't necessarily need the high-profile stud players to be able to go ahead and participate for in the World Series championship. I mean, p- teams are building off of building their rosters cheap and still being extremely productive. You're not buying the superstar player because you don't need to buy the runs at How, that high of a however, cost. However,
2: so, the Red Sox, who just won the World Series, did have the highest payroll, so... You can say that. Sure. And, yes, and, it,
0: and the team teams, that did it on yeah. the, Billy, the Billy Bean well, way in, in 2004. I mean. Right.
2: I, well, yeah. both teams in the World Series, actually, I think they were team one in, in payroll and team two in the Dodgers. Both were the two highest. I mean, both of those teams probably paid. I, I know in the Dodgers case, the, they're paying players more to not play for their team. Yeah. And I, so I their, see. Their actual lineup probably wasn't the highest, but.
0: I see money in baseball now going more, the value of the pitcher is more than the value of the batter by far at this point in time. You're, you're Most clubs are willing to spend more money out for what they're going to get out of the pitcher than what they're going to get out of the batter. So maybe that's part of why. I mean, look at the teams that are really in the market for, for, especially for Harper, are the teams that don't necessarily need the bat as much. They need the pitching, like with the Yankees. I don't think he's signed with the Yankees, like I said, because the Yankees don't need the bat. They need the pitching is what they need to spend the money on.
1: Doesn't Bryce Harper have, like, uh, some, like, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Who did Bryce Harper play for? Nationals. Nationals. Okay, I think I'm thinking of a guy that played for the Mets. <laughs> There's a guy that, like, slid into second. Welcome to sports. In, like, <laughs> tack- <laughs> and, like, tackled. Have dry- you been paying
0: attention to your Snapchat sports?
1: No, this is a while. This is, like, two or three years ago. <laughs> this, this guy, like, slid into second and, like, kicked somebody in the face Probably or like Chase that. Utley. Yes, him.
2: Probably Chase Utley.
1: Yeah. And then he was, like, it was, it was strictly an accident. It was strictly an accident. <laughs> and you like watch the video, and you are like, you just don't oh, accidentally man. slam your foot into somebody's face.
0: <laughs> maybe. All right. So moving on with that, definitely keep an eye on. Hopefully, we hit here something. Well, maybe hopefully not. I mean, I kind of enjoy this being drawn out. It Definitely makes it for fun conversation. So uh, MLB Hall of Fame. So had a few people get in. Sandman. Um, yeah. Man. Ma- yeah. So, who got into Somebody the? Somebody start ha- playing the song. Who got into the Hall of Fame here? Uh,
2: Two Yankees. So, oh, probably just one and a half.
0: I'm just gonna go with Edgar Martinez and Doc Holliday. Those are the two that I was, I was fine with.
2: You were you were fine with those. No, two? I get Come it. On. Mariano, Mariano Rivera, Mariano Rivera. Is, the be-
0: is, pro- is, is probably considered the goat when it comes to closers. Probably. Hey, he let, you, he let you down in 4 that's all I'm yeah, saying. So time.
3: I'm, I'm going to say against the Red the Sox. The one time. I'm going to say this because this was interesting. There have been more individuals that have landed on the moon in 12 than there are the players that scored on Mariano Rivera in the postseason yeah. in 11. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's crazy. Yeah. That's uh-huh. nuts. Only 11 people have scored on Mariano Rivera in the postseason. In the postseason, 11. Big poppy Johnny Damon.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, of course, when – they blew that lead against the uh, Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks wound up winning well, too. How about this? The yeah. guy
2: who has, the guy who has the most saves in baseball history, right, and probably will for for a long time. I don't think anybody's ever touching this record. Did not record his first save until his twenty sixth birthday. No kidding. Twenty sixth birthday.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, if, there's, if there's any Yankee, we, we, that we have
2: I've... Fa- we actually have failed to to recognize the most important thing here is he was actually the. The first unanimous should have been Griffey. Right. Well, it should have been Griffey. Of, well, it should have been a lot of guys. It should have been Babe Ruth well, back fair. in the fifties or or whenever the the Hall of Fame started voting. But Mario, hey, couldn't have happened to a to a better guy. I'm I'm super happy for Mariano. Uh, great guy. Hey, we need to get him over to convocation. Andy Pettit was here actually today here at Liberty. Send a video over to Mariano, which was pretty cool congratulating him. We Mariano's coming to – comp. we need to get a campaign to Yes, cap. we do. Hey, yes, Mariano we do. for to compa- combo. Guess, uh,
3: right. guess who's coming to Ignite? Mariano? Well, go, ahead, go ahead, Peyton. Go Cabo ahead, Peyton. Tabo Sweeney. Oh, you're close. Kirk Cousins.
4: All right, Jared, I'll tell you. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> coming to Ignite. <laughs> Jesus is
0: coming. We're talking baseball. Is that Jesus or is that Jesus?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Deshaun Watson. I will –
0: <laughs> we know Jared's using a vacation day. Oh, that I year? will be
3: there. Jared, why don't you tell everyone what
4: your reaction was when you found out he was gonna be there? <laughs> oh my
3: God, yeah. He fangirled. No, I wasn't sure because Peyton and Andy like to screw with me, so I was like, ah, probably not and then I had to look it up and I was like, Oh he actually is coming. All right, this is great. <laughs> That's when
0: uh Kirk Cousins came two years ago or a year and a half ago. I went to the convocation. If you guys watch it, you can hear me yell like three times, Go
5: Green! Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was hoping to get a Go White back out. A few people in the audience yelled the Go White back, but that was fun. Well, good. So uh, continuing on with our baseball real quick here. So the, the, it does bring up the question about the M- MLB Hall of Fame, and I think this is even a conversation with baseball that I think that Peyton could even get involved in this conversation. Do you let people at this point in time, do we need to start opening up ballot to let, Barry in Roger Clemens. We even had the conversation the other day. This goes way back to a non-PED issue, but Pete bringing Rose. in Pete Rose.
3: Pete, Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame over anyone else. I
0: agree. I think it, Pete Rose, yeah, he, he, she, he, he, bet he bet on bet On his, on, he on bet his on own teams. team. He didn't necessarily cheat, just bet he, on his own team. He bet on his own team. But, but right. was it ever proven that he threw
2: a game? No, well, right. No, he, that's what I'm saying. He, like, bet he, he always bet on his own team to win. To win, okay. Right. Every well, game. In that case, I guess then most likely that's what I'm saying. Right. That and, makes and no he, he, sense. And yeah. even Crazy. that, if you're you're
0: willing to let guys who are, I'm sure, are in the Hall of Fame, who juiced. Oh, 100%, I'm sure there are guys, I, even though they're not the big names like Roger Clemens or Barry Bonds. You, you there's gotta know. be other players yeah, in who you
2: already know. There's been you. you know, there's been players that have been documented that not necessarily players in the Hall of Fame right now, but players have been documented going all the way back to the 60s. In football and in baseball, they've been on record using PEDs, HGH. It's it's gone back at least to the 60s and probably even before that. So you know there's somebody... In uh, 100% in the N- NFL. I mean, NFL has no problem with, with PEDs. Yeah. I mean, Julian yeah. Edelman just got popped and nobody cares. Antonio like Gates is going to get in. <laughs> Antoni- yeah, Antonio Gates got suspended earlier in his career for PEDs. He's going to get in when he retires finally. So they have no problem with it. But in the MLB, you know somebody in the MLB Hall of Fame has used some type of performance-enhancing drug. Which is interesting. Something.
3: Which is interesting because, I mean, in— you look at football because of the physicality of the game, so maybe that's why people don't really put it into much of a also the for jump
2: it. in numbers. I would say, you, you know, you see in Barry Bonds' case, seventy-five whatever home runs that he did had in one year. The jump from that to the normal well, is, his- is crazy. Like if if Todd Gurley goes out next year and has three thousand rushing yards, yeah, then okay, and then he gets popped for PDS, then you have a case where like okay, the jump in numbers is just. Astronomical. Well, and where with with it's not lining up
3: with Barry, it was pretty evident because if you look at him, like even in the beginning of his career, he was very skinny. Yeah. But he still had a lot. He still it, had a lot was of power. Probably still a Hall of Fame. I say right, still, right? still had a lot S- of power. Same with A Rod. But then you look at him when he gets a little bit older, and he's just he's huge. You're yeah, like, yeah. where did that well, yeah, all come from? Your head from? doesn't grow. <laughs> and, and your head doesn't him, grow yeah. when you're in your 30s. And
1: look at him now. Now that he's just like a hitting coach for the for the Marlins, I think. Like he's just back to normal skinny Barry, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's not a big dude anymore. I mean,
0: look you look at Ken Griffey, which I don't think Ken Griffey ever juiced. I think he, I think he stayed clean. Like he That's, didn't he didn't yeah. beef up at all. He yeah. still had the power. Yeah. I mean, if if Griffey doesn't get hurt, he has the home run record probably for right. all time career. Um, he doesn't have the injuries that come into there. It's it's the same thing. I mean, you're talking. There's a lot of guys in that list going back into the '90s. Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, also. I, I don't know if you were. I, you guys weren't alive. I doubt it. Well, it Ninety eight, so you barely remembered. I'm sure it was they, one of the great. It was one of the most exciting times. When me years. and my dad, you'd be watching UPN even when baseball game wasn't on. Every time yeah. that when it was getting close that to either Sammy or so, either Sammy or Mark McGuire come up to bat, they would take you away from wherever you're watching to show you him coming up to commit to bat i mean so I basically get, so I basically the PEDs mlb has that. hurt themselves sure
2: yeah i mean what, by I, self-policing I, by no, policing too hard
0: by no means right? are we so, saying that PEDs are okay do we want to support doing that but this was still a part of the baseball era everybody was doing it pitchers were doing it so obviously the playing field still got leveled out it probably even increased home runs because fastballs got faster and so obviously you're going to be able to get harder hit i i think you just you we have to move on from it at some point in time. Say no, we don't condone it anymore, but we still have to celebrate the accomplishments that happen at that point in time do, in baseball.
3: Do you make it to where it is a asterisk and it just says no. steroid era, no? Or do you even like create a separate Hall of Fame that says steroid era?
0: No, you just keep it as it is. I mean, you just know that that was an
2: era that everybody was doing it. It was, it was a level playing field because pitchers were doing it. Everybody across the board. Was. And and maybe you know going forward, if these guys do get in, you anybody who has been linked to it, you. – You know, even if they are first ballot talent or or stat wise, you don't let them in first ballot. You know, that's maybe that's something and you you punish them that way. You punish them first. You don't get let them in for a couple of years. You make them wait. And then that gets reflected into the history. You know, you see, oh, Barry Bonds, all time home run hitter. Why didn't he get in the first year? Oh, because he was linked to this. That will always be attached to his narrative. You know, when we're all dead and, and 100 years from now, people look back on that. They'll see that he was never first ballot or that he... He took a couple of years to get in because he was linked to something that was cheating.
0: I know? I wonder if these guys are just automatically gonna get out in on what's what's the bout later on after.
2: Because you, oh, you, you have the right. ballot you the, get in the one, like, the one that Tim Raines just got in. Well, that Alan Trammell just got yeah, in. It's, like it's ridiculous. You still get into the Hall
0: of Fame, but you're not in with the same voting. Yeah, and the same ridiculous. Prestige as what these guys. Well, get the in players,
2: there. I think, vote them in. Right. They have an, they have some association. It's it's
0: yeah. all right. Well, we can move on here. I See, think we've, we've wasted I'm, minutes here on Peyton. Unless you well, well, Let, let that.
4: me jump. Let me jump in on some baseball here. Whoa, whoa. All right, here we go.
0: Whoa. Good down people.
4: I want to see Major League Baseball do what the NFL does when they're testing for PEDs. Because what was it? Um, it was when uh, whenever there's a big hit in the NFL, they get a uh, drug test right after. it. So like Eric Reed, I know he came out this year uh, and questioned the NFL's policy, and they're like, oh, no, it's totally random. But he had spent six weeks with the Panthers and had been drug tested five times, each one after a big
3: hit he laid on somebody. Well, and they said it that was well, like a that was zero, They said that was like a point zero three per like chance of that even happening of him getting selected that many times in that little amount of games. But I, I think it might have had something to do with the Kaepernick issue. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry.
4: I I think they are looking at people who lay big hits, and I. If they want to say no, it's not random. You know, you did something that a freak athlete would do. We want to test you. Like, okay, that's fine. Um, but then, like, you look at Pat McAfee after he laid that hit on Trendon Holiday. He had to do a drug test too, after after something um, phenomenal. I want the Major League uh, Baseball. You know, I want them to drug test people after every. I mean, home they run, probably
2: do. Honestly, I think I think they do. They just probably don't publicize it. Like. Or the players don't come out and say it as much. I I think I have heard instances where players – in baseball, if hit a big home run, walk off, and they get tested, I am pretty sure that does happen in the in baseball. Well, and well. I feel like
3: the penalties are pretty more severe for baseball than I would say for football. I mean, I know. Oh, I know I was gonna say I know four games though. When you think about it as far as a percentage of the season, that is a fourth of the season. Yeah. But I mean, and then you look at fifty games for fifty or sixty for baseball. That's almost the, half. Well, the I think season. the monetary thing there,
0: impact is bigger on baseball players too than it yeah. is in the NFL. Right.
2: Mon- the monetary value is definitely big. I, I think also t- going back to that point. Of why you don't hear it in baseball as much, NFL players, a lot more outspoken, right? A lot more outspoken. They use Twitter a lot more. They have that freedom of speech a little bit more. Well, baseball, Amer- America well, just but, loves football more. Well, that and and just the history of baseball oh. is you be quiet, right? You you, you sit there and be a, a professional. Yeah, but it's not the baseball is not as welcoming to an outspoken player. Or or a guy who's going to go out there and bash the the league as much. They they don't accept True. that as much. Baseball you know, they have police the, is that you, yes, you have have the respect policing, the league, the you respect the team,
0: the yeah. tradition of what baseball is, or else you, you, like you a, lose money because look what like happened to Manny Machado. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we done with baseball then? Peyton, Peyton.
4: Oh, I'm good. You've got so much You're to good? add.
0: No, All right, no, I'm, so
4: I'm I'm, I'm done. <laughs>
0: Not a lot to cover currently right now in the world of the NBA, college basketball a little bit, not really not much for NCAA football, obviously. we get, Coming into the season, we'll start talking draft rankings for a lot of these college football players. Tune in, uh, down in flames, maybe making a trip uh, out to Nashville oh, for a show here this, this spring, so keep your ears open for uh, things with that coming up here. We're looking at you, Uncle Mark. You guys have any thoughts on college basketball? I know I'm, I'm excited right now. MSU, I think, is playing the best team basketball they've played in. A long time. That's been fun. Liberty basketball guys. I mean,
2: twelve looking seed? great. Projected as a twelfth seed. 12 suite, yeah, 12
3: seed. one. How many in a row now? Nine in a row. Something like something like that. Well, next week they play Lipscomb, yep. which I definitely want to go watch. Yeah, game. it's here, here in Lynchburg, mm-hmm. Virginia. Yep. If you uh, want to make a trip out here, ladies and gentlemen, come but, to,
0: come to the furnace.
3: Check it yeah, out. <laughs> to
2: come to the Peyton, anything to say real quick about uh, Tennessee wait, who's narrowly num- winning? Who's number one though? College basketball. I
4: was I am absolutely, absolutely excited about college basketball right now. You know, going into the uh, the Alabama game, I don't know what's fluctuated, uh, but uh, going into the Alabama game, that showed um, that Tennessee is actually the only um, uh, the only team in the NCAA that has six players averaging double digits in points. Wow. Um, so we've actually had offense this year to go with a very disciplined defense for the most part that Rick Barnes typically brings to the table. So squeak one out against Alabama and another close one tonight in overtime against Vandy. But um, I, I really like where our team's at. Rick Barnes is doing a phenomenal job.
1: Well, we like where you're at, Peyton. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That means a lot. Well, Peyton doesn't even like where he's at right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sweet home Alabama. Oh, no, oh yeah, I you. do. They lost. I'm okay with
3: that. Oh, all right, all right. There we go.
0: Did you take one of Jared's Clemson hats with you? Just to uh, rub it in no, there? No, he,
3: he's got his own orange that <laughs> he can wear. <laughs> yeah, I know he's happy about that. I don't think they
0: fear that orange as much, unfortunately. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> Alright, so moving on here to the topic that we all know we really want to talk about this week. The who's, No Fun League. Who's looking forward to the, the Super the Bowl? The No Fair Ooh, League? Yay.
3: Yeah. What what do we got? What do we got here? How many more uh how many more names can we come up with?
1: The No <laughs> Fair League, the No Fun League.
3: The No Fair League? No Fair League, yeah. That's what I that's what I just said. Yeah. So let's let's start Not here with Not the Saints league. and Rams. So what do we think here? That, uh, that, that penalty, the P.I., was that a P.I.? <laughs> Absolutely. I, mean, <laughs> oh
2: I don't think that's a debate. Was that a P.I.? <laughs> I don't think that's a debate. I don't think you, you can I find I don't know what a person. P.I. is. <laughs> he said I know what a P.I. is. <laughs> I don't know.
3: It's a, a private it's a investigator. Disease. I don't know what a P.I. is. Passing a friends. private investigator. Oh, okay,
2: <laughs> I know what that is. I didn't know what it meant in football. <laughs> Well, they need
3: a private investigator. No, so I, I, that don't, I
2: really don't think there was any debate. I mean, I don't think you'll find one person in America that's saying that saying that that should have been a no call. But I think the real debate there is is that what really cost them the game. Uh, you know, should should there be grievances and lawsuits well, against the against the I NFL don't it, right now? I, I, but, I laugh at that.
0: Like right. that's going a little far. Yeah, I think here. it's I going mean, a little far because you always commit make the argument as much as a call could have cost the game. You could have made a play. Well, differently they still went into overtime, them, right? Right. They, they still went exactly. into
3: overtime and lost. Well, this this is what I even. But was would they saying. have gone
1: into overtime had that had not happened?
2: <laughs> uh, probably not. No. Exactly. <laughs> if you would, but you can't. You can't prove it. If you would have
0: made the first down on the play before, it wouldn't have mattered. On. Uh, the he,
2: for that. uh, I mean, well, that's Sean that's Payton. Where you always get into that Sean Payton really had a uh, a Pete Carroll moment there, where he just went pass heavy at the end of the game instead of being clock sensitive and trying to run down the clock. Run the ball when you have Alvin Kamara, who's an, uh, who's a Pro Bowler, Mark Ingram, who's been a Pro Bowler in the past. Took the ball out of those guys' hands and probably should have, probably could have won the game if he actually just ran the ball in first down. I agree.
3: This this is what I was kind of saying um, to. Uh, I mentioned this to Peyton and I mentioned this to my buddy Zach, who's actually a Rams fan, but he said he'll take the win. <laughs> but um, I, I was saying if this had happened in the first quarter. Sure, there would have been some outrage a little bit, but the fact that it was at a pivotal moment in the game is why we're all talking about it. Right. It's
0: it's the biggest officiating screw-up in NFL playoffs
1: Apparently,
3: since probably the 2005 hmm. Super, two, because
0: Super, Bowl, Super Bowl 40 in Detroit. Yeah. I, mean,
3: I actually, unfortunately, because I really wanted to watch this game, I didn't get to watch any of it. So yeah, I didn't get to see what, it either. What, I was, what was the score at that uh, well, point?
2: Well, here's the thing. No, Okay, so I'll go back even further. Saints are up 13 nothing. They started the game 13 nothing. Yep. At about 3 minutes left in the third quarter, they're up 20 to 10. They're up by 10 points still with about what? Yeah. 15 minutes left in the game. Yeah. Okay. At that point, it's a couple minutes left in the game. It was tied, all right? The Saints are marching down. I think the ball's in the 5-yard line. First and te- first and goal. All right, and it and it gets to third down. Alright, they got no yards. They passed it twice. Third. It's down. third down, a couple minutes left. It's tie game, okay? They had the chance to get a first down. Obviously with the penalty it would have been a first down. Um if they had better play calling it would have been a first down, you know, or a touchdown. So they the play there with a couple minutes, it's tie ball game. Pass interference would have gave them first and goal from the maybe one, two, three yard line or so. The, the six. They,
4: they would have been called the it. Yeah, it would have been on the six. Okay.
3: So, I mean, did, did they wind up kicking the field goal anyways? Well, that was four, fourth down. Right. So they, did they wind up kicking they, that field goal I anyways? I think there's
2: a better chance than not that they would have gotten the touchdown.
3: Okay. With that penalty. Okay. Right? Because as I was say, you... Not if guaranteed. They, right. It's definitely thing, not guaranteed. You still, you still very well could have wound up kicking the field goal, but with less time. Yes. You could have cut a lot
2: of time off the clock sure. at that point. That's understandable. And so what happens, they kick the field goal... Give a, enough time. I don't know exactly how much time was on the clock. I only think it was about a minute or so. The Rams get it, and they tie the game, I believe, with a, a 48-yard field goal. So a, a pretty decent kick. That, that's a good kick. And then, obviously, we have to talk about that overtime kick, which was a 57-yard field goal. Might have been the best field goal kick I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was right down um, the middle. That would have been good from 70. Yeah,
3: that's what I mentioned. That's so, so
2: definitely give Greg Zerline some props there. Bro. Yeah. It was definitely not a guaranteed win right. if they called it. It just play. you're
3: in a much better position at 100%. that point. But I mean, honestly, and this was brought up uh by even like Colin Cowherd that Breeze really kind of struggled the last couple games of the year as it was. So like we were mentioning, there's no guarantee that they would have scored um, even if they would have gotten that penalty. So I mean, they still probably I mean, if anything, you're you're pretty much guaranteed that at least the three points, which they wound up getting anyways, but um. Yeah, it just leaves it up to speculation at that point. So, but I mean, that was an egregiously bad miscall. <laughs> yeah, I so. read
1: somewhere that the 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 side judge there, the ref or whatever they're called, played for the Rams back in the '80s.
3: I did see that. Really? I mm-hmm. Did see that? That is he interesting. He did. So, man, how does that not get vetted? Well, all right. How about? The, well,
2: in that case. Well, I, I do want to talk about that. Maybe I don't know if the, now is the best time, or maybe after. I would say right now. Game, but yeah, let's go ahead. All right. Does the NFL have? A re- I mean, there's some bad calls in the next game that we'll talk about as well. Does the sure. NFL have a referee problem? Like, like, do you need to now go into the off season and and change the system on how we, the referee system works, or even the review system? Can you should we, we now be able to review that play and that call penalty? Uh,
3: in that case so a so few things we we actually Peyton myself and, and Andy talked about this uh, a little bit is we we saw I think it was Brandon Cook's uh initially it was called a touchdown and then it wound up being called incomplete but to the naked eye it looked like a touchdown so we were talking about how years passed like back in the 70s 60s how calls were were made that maybe weren't even touchdowns like how many teams wound up winning games that actually might not have you could say the same about fumbles games. right and, about a lot, that, yeah. a lot of different a lot of different plays so i think the the benefit that we have as viewers to to actually see it in slow motion to be able, i mean the, the refs have a lot of of pressure on them to be able to make those calls in game like that i mean those guys are flying on the field now i'm not i'm not saying that that call that they missed, that was egregious. You know, that's that's terrible. You shouldn't miss that if you're a peewee referee. But I also mentioned to Kyle, and I, I remember uh, they actually came out with a, an article on ESPN a little bit later, but I said that the one call that I feel like they should be able to review is pass interference because pass interference, it could be a five-yard penalty, it could be a 50-yard penalty. I mean, that... That one call has the ability to change the entire and, and makeup that's so of the game. Pla- blatant. That's not like
2: a a judgment call where it's like, right. oh, it could be, it could not be. That's, you know, that that's a hundred percent of the time you're calling that in in that case.
0: I'm open to the conversation of yeah. that it be reviewable I'm if you keep if it. you keep the the rule the same as what it is right now. I'd be more in favor of just doing away with the spot penalty and doing away with just being a fifteen-yard penalty. It 15 Go, going don't don't make it reviewable, college. but just make it more of pass interference 15 yard because then it's still I mean it's a subjective call I mean it's them deciding what they want to see so I mean you make it a 15 yard that way we're not putting so many stoppages on every time it'll make it a challengeable play the
3: only issue with that is that there may be players and I mean then you bring in strategy defensively for you throw a bomb down the field you get beat as a defender and you trip up the receiver on purpose. Well, that's what you so, see in college, right? So, so you, that it's you, like, you, you oh, it's, it's just a fifteen yarder yeah. instead of a fifty yard. So that's the only that's the only downside of that. Um, but that's why that's why that if you have it to where, but I, I think you see that in the NFL not as much, but you do see that still a
2: bit. I, I think we saw it in the playoffs where. You know, it was going to be a guaranteed touchdown, and he basically tackled the guy before the the ball got to him. Right. And just take take the ball in the five instead of a touchdown, and give your defense another chance. Right. right. you but still least, see that a bit, but not as you would see it more.
3: Right. Because I was going to say, I mean, you're giving up 30 yards, 40 yards, however many yards you're giving all those yards up by making that kind of play. I think we got
0: to ask to the question: if we if we do make that a reviewable play, do you make that a play that's reviewable? in real time or can they look at it in slow motion. I don't know that I want that but looked at in slow motion because if you start looking at that, you can probably call pass interference on in slow motion on right. half the half the contested right. plays sure. for a ball. As it there is. has to be so, some
2: limitations on that. Times that you get you get sixty seconds, you get, you know, real time. You have definitely no slow motion there. You get real time, you have to watch it there. I I have two I have two things that uh, I think Two improvements, I would say. All right, two improvements, the NFL, Roger Goodell, listen up, that you need to make moving forward, going into the 2019 NFL season, make sodas cheaper with with the referees. Yes, take take notes of what Atlanta's doing with mm. what they're doing with their food. That's all. That I nice. have no idea what's going on there. Cheap food, cheap cheap stadium food. It's like two dollars for popcorn, two dollars for like a hot dog. That's what's up. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, number one, all right, number one, why don't we have younger refs? Can we make the referees younger the nfl is such a fast paced game right fast moving game how old are all these refs well that would be that
1: would be age discrimination why do all at that of it, well
2: no but, well, no you can start hiring younger i mean why do all of them need to be in their 50s and 60s and all have to have this huge law background i understand you know with penalties and everything like that but i want a ref that's going to be able to run out there Almost at the same speed. Yeah, as Yeah, but these you're players. gonna
1: need someone who's like fresh out of college football or fresh out of the NFL that can keep up. You with You can get that. guys
2: in your thirties, right? You can get guys that are that are fit in their thirties that can run.
1: Hmm. I mean, like for, I think it would help. I think it I mean, would
2: definitely improve the accuracy of some of these real time plays. You wouldn't have to go to review as much because 65 year old Bob, the the lawyer over there who who does this as his side job, is, is is huffing and puffing trying to get down the field and make a pass interference call.
4: See, I, no? I would I would disagree with that. I I would prefer a ref with thirty to forty years experience, um, who is better at making those quick calls, than a kid who's who maybe has ten years experience because he's younger, uh, and can athletically be with the guy. He's still going to see the same. It's to me. I don't see the refs now are not looking. Uh, it's just. Sometimes I feel like they have so much they have to look at, things do get missed.
2: Well, you don't think that a 65-year-old is going to have a slower reaction time than a 35-year-old?
1: You could say the same thing about drivers. You can make 65-year-olds stop driving because their reaction time's slower than a 20-year-old.
2: Well, I'm saying when you have that variable in the NFL, I mean you don't have that in the government where they can probably put that many restrictions on it, but okay, I personally would probably have a driving tests for 80-year-olds, right? I mean, yeah. yeah how many eighty-year-olds don't know what they're doing out there? I want driving tests right? for every student who drives here on Lynchburg. Well, that's <laughs> you as well. All right, that was, well, that was number one. The second thing I would do, Just which I one. which I recently learned, <laughs> college ba- uh, college football has eight referees during a game. NFL only has seven. Why not? You're the NFL. You got billions of dollars. Why not add that extra referee for all these games? Sure. Co- yeah. College football does it. Why? Why wouldn't you? So that would be my second. Is there
1: there a reason that college has one more than NFL? No idea.
2: No idea. There shouldn't be a reason that they have more.
3: No. The NFL should have equal amount
2: of referees.
1: I would agree.
3: I would agree more with that. That is uh, weird. For sure.
2: I never knew that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, I'm a little surprised that they can't like have someone from you know either up in the box or whatever help them to be able to make calls. Well, yeah. I mean that
1: that was going to be my suggestion. Is like there's. I don't know, upwards of what, maybe 40, 50 cameras going on at one time in one football game. Like, there should be someone or a team of people that are sitting somewhere that are watching this and, you know, earpiece or whatever – and if there's a bad call, I'll be like, whoa, that's a bad call.
0: I still think that it comes down to part of what sports is still the human elephant. Mm-hmm. Uh, hum, human, <laughs> elephant human element, <laughs> thank you, of making plays. I mean, refs are a part of every game. It's part of what the game is, part of why we have the debate that comes along with it. So there's a point of when you ask the question, even in baseball, of do we want strikes and balls being called by a computer system? I, no. I, I don't. I, I mean, don't. I, I like the fact that refs are – not perfect that they're going to make mistakes that's part they of have the game preferences they're a part and, of the and, yeah. game
2: you know you're, you have to taking, know the the referee that's calling the game because he might have call it a little differently than another referee right I like that
0: now while we all have iPhones I mean you can go outside to play a pickup game out back of football back here we're not gonna be able to have a replay every time we have a contested place so, I mean if you're gonna try keep going back to keeping the origins of the game the question you gotta ask how far are we willing to go away from being able to have things be what the original intent of the game is and bringing technology in to make a difference on it.
3: Well, I was just kind of like we were talking about before. I'm just sitting here thinking. I'm kind of surprised that, um, you know, someone from New York didn't have the head referee throw a flag after they saw that call and there was no flag on the field. If I'm in New York, I'm like, hey, throw your flag. That well, was definitely a flag. Know, can, can, you know what I don't know how I All right, well, like, Don't, I feel like yeah. that should be able to be a thing. do yeah. you think that should
2: be able to? I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that you should be able to do that and go back in time. And I was
0: on the phone with my buddy when, because I wasn't watching at this point in time, I was on the phone with my buddy when this happened. And he was a huge avid Lions fan. And he said that no call just made the Cowboys Lions flag being picked up look like cake <laughs> he yeah. Said, yeah he said that, that was terrible he said that's not even close He said, this one's way worse than what that was and so, kyle,
3: kyle was probably like oh wow i gotta see that hey, play." <laughs> he, if
0: you look back on that play he had his hands on his face it was definitely on both if anything it should
2: have been offsetting penalties back in the day <laughs> i just made all my lines fans angry um be- before we do move to the next game can i say one more thing yeah which is which is going to be crazy in la i don't remember the exact numbers of uh viewers but uh, this was the early game, and then obviously you had the, the Chiefs and the Patriots as the late game on Sunday night. In L.A., there were more viewers watching the Chiefs-Patriots game than there were watching the L.A. Rams. That doesn't surprise me. A, and and the Saints.
0: I, I say it all the time. L.A. does A. shouldn't have a professional it's team. It's not a football team. They're, they're not. It's, it's not a football, football L- team. It's the same thing with why I'm not a fan Whatever. of being in Las Vegas. It's it's a city you don't grow up in. You move to L.A. It's
3: not a homegrown city. <laughs> well, I will, to jump to their defense, this was, what, this second year they were L.A.? Maybe, still. maybe, in maybe, LA maybe the before, first. Though. But, but, they, but
0: they were in L.A. before. I mean, they no, were the L.A. No. Rams. You that think you're still going to have old people that are going to— That was
3: a long time ago, though. I, I mean, St. Louis actually? should still have this team. <laughs>
0: All because the NFL wanted them to have a brand-new stadium. They I had know. to move them elsewhere. So.
3: Well, that, that, but that's what I mean. I mean, I, I'll cut them a little bit of slack based off of that, but, I mean, I, I understand where you all are coming from, too. So so I
4: mean, anyway. I, I've i been over here looking, trying to find a, uh, a clip of this, um, trying to figure out one question. Because I know we were talking earlier about the time left in the game for the Saints and Rams. Right. Uh, 146
3: was oh, what was yeah. left. Ooh, so the so the Rams might not have, killed, have really had much time at all. Most so of the,
4: well, the Saints the Saints would have had the ball on the six yard line. would have been first and goal, one forty six left, and the Rams would have only had one. They only had one timeout.
3: Oh, that would have been yeah, that would probably would have been game then. That's that's game. Yeah. All unless, right. some, unless something crazy happens and they block the field goal or something, which right. doesn't happen. The percentage. Oh, of that he has is very trouble low. with the snap. Yeah. <laughs> Always goes back to that.
5: Exactly.
0: All right. So uh, moving on to the game that neither of us want to recall, or I don't even want to talk about. I that. know that I posted on Facebook and I texted this to this whole group. I said I'm not watching the Super Bowl now. Obviously, I'm a huge fan. I do a podcast on sports.
3: I'm gonna watch the freaking. Here, cool. here comes. I'm
0: just not happy about this at all well, in any way. I don't want
3: to form. talk about. Watch this. our feed. Hey, watch our get... feed because I bet you we start getting all the the claws. The, the Pats fans are just like, gonna know
0: that we're talking about them yeah. and they're gonna come. Joining I'm gonna get in on
3: angry this. and angrier
2: d- as this goes. Through. I so like, did like, I not re- go to honestly, work on Monday. Yeah. I
0: did not. I have not seen Danny Thomas yet. I thought I would have seen him by now. Thankfully, I have not seen Danny Thomas yet. He's going to come upstairs one of these days, and you know, and show me the six he's gonna, fingers. He's <laughs> going to give you that gonna,
2: smug smile. Every Patriot fan gives you <laughs> that smug smile. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember, you know, you see that game? You yeah. see that game? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to get mad. Yeah. I'm already mad. I, I,
0: somebody posted on there. I love how they're talking to people from North Carolina who are wearing a Pats shirt. And they say, why are you a Pats fan? Well, I've always been a Pats fan. Sure you were.
2: Well, the thing is, a lot of these people have been Pats fans probably their whole life because they're in their 20s, and, and Tom Brady's been
1: yeah I saw something the other day you know they've, like, been, they,
2: they've been the team since 2002 or whatever
1: right I saw something the other day that said that the last time the Patriots and the Rams played each other in the Super Bowl, these players on the Patriots team were this old,
2: and like the youngest one was like eight.
0: Yeah, Tom Brady is the only one who's still that was on that. Well, track, you got the well, know. you have the
2: Super Bowl this year, and Jared Goff is twenty four years old. How old was he in two thousand two? Exactly. Right. So it's just like he was what? He was eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's crazy. That just crazy.
0: <sighs> it, it's it, it's this is where it gets funny though because these people start talking about like conspiracy in the NFL. Like everybody was saying, oh, the NFL just wants to have Rams and Saints. That's why the first game got messed up in there so it was our rams and chiefs everybody wanted rams and chiefs in the to repeat that monday night performance well the nfl obviously didn't want that so <laughs> they
2: right, got... look, before we kind of get into the game a little bit since we were really just talking about uh referees <laughs> can, can, we, no, can we really talk about that julian edelman punt play i didn't see it
3: i didn't either it should have. Oh, I saw it. It was I, all right, so I didn't get those, to start watching
0: right, the game until the roughing the passer penalty. This is
3: what happened. <laughs> all right. Basically, yeah, this I is. the saw that too. I was this so is angry. second half. All
2: right. This is the second half of the game. Julian Edelman, obviously, he's going to field the punt. It short hops him. Oh Misses yeah, yeah, yeah. his hands, or or goes oh, yeah, right through this. his hands. Okay. They call it a fumble. First off, NFL rule number one that's dumb is the Chiefs pick up the fumble and take it to. Take it to the end zone for a touchdown. You can't advance a fumble, you cannot advance a muffed fumble, which is the stupidest rule. It's, it's it's awful. It's the same for college. But what they do, the Patriots challenge this play, and now they have, and and they reverse it. So so the Patriots get that ball back, and now what ended up having, happening, Tom Brady. You know the ball doesn't lie. Tom Brady throws in an interception there. And the Chiefs score a touchdown. Isn't, so I, I don't get how that's reversible. Impact,
0: if you touch the ball and then the like Saints showed, recover, there
2: isn't was that,
1: no in, there was no, there was no evidence. They showed it from like five or six different angles, and, and you couldn't tell. And it never touched him.
2: Well, you couldn't tell. Well, you no, honest, no. No, so no, you so couldn't like, tell.
1: Like they showed an angle from like from this side, and it clearly didn't touch him. And then they showed the angle from the opposite side, and it clearly didn't
4: touch him.
2: No, you could, I, You honestly could not tell. I would not. You not,
4: see. I I'm with I'm with Mike here. They show one angle and you can see okay they his left hand it. doesn't touch. They show the other one okay his right hand doesn't touch. But
2: was it enough so, to overturn the call that yeah. was a fumble?
1: Yeah, there was enough evidence. Yeah. If that went to court, I would that say. would hold up in the law. That would hold up in the in the court of law. There, <laughs> there was no <laughs> evidence. You're your
0: patriot hating glasses on. I the,
1: no, no, look everywhere. No, no. The this glove is me. fit, So they <laughs> quit. No, no, no. The majority of
2: people on Twitter, unless everybody has their patriot hate on just as much as I do, which, which is pretty likely. most, yeah. But uh, go on Twitter, go on ESPN, everywhere they they were calling that that's you can't overturn that play, like whatever you called on the field, you have to stick with at That point, sure. Yeah, but there was enough evidence.
1: Like at first, I was like, oh, he touched it, like it, like touched. Just yeah, the when arm. they
2: took ten minutes and looked at. 30 different angles and in slow-mo. That's what we get in and the conversation t- again right. is where do we take the human element out of the look game completely? in real time. You have 60 seconds. Boom. You would not have enough evidence. I anymore. mean, if right. that's
1: going to be the new rule, then yeah, I'm for that. But in this situation, they took 10 minutes. Because, look, I ordered food um, from a restaurant, and I was going to go pick it up, and then that play happened. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. They had to call me and say, are you, are you coming to get your food? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes. Keep it warm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so it's just such. I hated this weekend for football. So many things just didn't allow for a clear, concise winner across the board in both games.
2: I mean, one thing I will take from this game, I I was pretty impressed by, by by Patrick Mahomes, who ended up having three touchdowns and no interceptions. I know his completion percentage was was a bit low. I will blame the coaching staff a little bit here, and obviously we saw that because the defensive coordinator does get fired. But even on Andy Reid's side, how do you how do you let Tyreek Hill get one right one catch, and and Travis Kelsey get three catches, right? They they got shut out in the first half. They ended up putting up 31 points in the second half, which is very uh, that's 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 incredible, right? right. In 31 game, points in the second half is incredible. So I will say. You know, they made the adjustments offensively in the second half, but Tyree Kill still only one catch and three targets, I believe. Uh, Tyree and and then Travis Kelsey only three catches. Those are the guys that got you there. And, and play calling wise, you know, if the Patriots were able to do it, they were able to get Julian Edelman open every single play and even Gronk in his refrigerator on his back open almost every single play. That's why we saw the defensive coordinator get fired the day after. Uh, and that's honestly people saying that Tony Romo got the defensive coordinator fired should shut shut up because that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the, the the lack of adjustments and the open wide receivers every single play and never doubling Edelman or or yeah, those Gronk last five fired. plays
0: Tony called every single one but exactly he did not, how it was going to happen. But he did not get No, a coordinator not. fired. It's just okay? it's it's, it's can I'm we said sure. that straight? Right, okay. absolutely I understand that. Like he just if he's saying that sitting in a booth you would think the defensive coordinator at another team would be doing right. it. So, you, no, you so would no think, he didn't get him fired, but yeah. it's... We're
1: yeah. going to see next week Tony Romo hired by the Chiefs. <laughs> as a, a well,
4: different? Defensive coordinator. I mean, you, you look at the Chiefs' defense throughout almost the entire season, they were bottom ten.
0: Well, in their best defensive tackle, he was knocked up in the game quite a bit. Um,
4: I don't know if that's... Justin
1: Houston. I don't know what that means.
2: Well... Uh, can you the play? guy that puts what the most really pressure got in the him fired? Guy, typically, other than the adjustments, what really got him fired was uh, was the offside penalty. Yeah, At, so lining up lane. in the neutral zone. Yeah, which D. Ford, listen, D Ford, who is a free agent, probably might have just cost him a lot of money right there. Right. and listen, watching that play,
0: yeah, he was. You know how many times that play goes uncalled? Well, you know what happened during that
2: play, right? Nope, it was an interception. Yeah. It was, in, it was, uh, it was yeah. Brady's Which, third interception 50, in the game. With 54 ended, seconds left. ended I saw that. The coordinator would have kept his job, and the, and the Chiefs would be in the Super Bowl right now. Yep.
0: I'm not blaming the refs for making that call. He was lined up in the neutral zone. No, I mean, Just, it was, like, right, yeah. That call gets missed but so had, many times.
1: Had there not have been an interception, had it not have been Brady's third interception,
3: would that have been called? That's what I was kind of trying to figure out. Because it,
2: it was a late flag. It, it wasn't Brady on the field.
3: Brady did not
2: notice. No. So that's on Brady. I mean, Brady did like, not know man. that was a free play, and he was just chucking it up to see what he could do on a free play. He knew he had right. no idea that that guy was offside. Exactly. And he right. still threw the interception. That's on Brady. Uh, right.
0: Another one we talked about, the, I brought this up a little bit. The play that frustrated me most in that, now while there was still seven minutes left in the game, this was when New England was up 24, uh, was up, are down 21-17, with uh, seven minutes left in the, you know, seven minutes and 10 seconds left in the game. So they were up, they were down 21-17, second and seven at their own 28. Tom Brady throws incomplete pass to Julian Edelman, penalty on Jones for roughing the passer. Oh, that my was gosh. That was the one where his oh hand came down. Gosh. Like six inches right. in front of his face. But they still call it. Was it was a pat on the shoulder. No. Patrick Mahomes wow. got mauled not two drives before that, and they didn't call the play on that one. And then this see, one they well, did.
4: I mean, yeah i i I hate those kind of penalties being thrown because you know we look at it and clear as day. The penalty came from the ref standing behind Brady.
0: Right, he shouldn't if have thrown you it.
4: Cannot if you cannot see exactly, why, why
1: are you throwing? Exactly. Well, I watched. I watched that play, and I remember it happening because I remember saying, "Oh, that's not pass interference," and they showed it in slow motion. You mean I roughing think... the passer? Huh? Roughing,
3: I mean, roughing yeah, the passer? Sorry, yeah,
1: roughing the passer. Sorry. And then after you watched it in slow motion, it was like a, it was like a tap, yes. But they also hit his face mask, and then everything. They didn't. It did. No. So- I'll have to go back and watch it. Go back
0: and watch it. Nothing. His his arm is like this far away from his face. Oh, okay. It comes down square on his shoulder. His entire arm does. Yeah. Doesn't I saw it come that. anywhere close touching him in yeah. the head.
1: But then, like later after the game happened, or like sometime during the game, I remember them. I remember seeing a, a clip of like Drew Brees just like getting creamed in his game, and I'm like, why? Like why? What exactly is the definition of roughing the passer at this point? You can't right. hit him above
0: the shoulders. Let's ask, you let's can't ask, hit him play below Matthews. the ankles.
1: Let's ask, <laughs> let's ask Clay Matthews.
2: Matthews. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, that is so, not podcast. While there
0: was still 7 minutes and 10 seconds left to that point, or it was 7.05 after the play, that would have been 3rd and 7 at New England's 28. Well, they're down by 3. They would have had to opponent the ball if they don't get the uh, first down at that point in time. Like,
2: it's a big play. It, it's a huge it's play. A play. I mean,
0: it doesn't feel like it's a seven minutes left. That that was a huge momentum switch. A momentum switch to give the back to the pass to be able to continue on that See, drive. Here's the problem Instead here. of it being third yeah. and seven at their own twenty eight. Here's they the problem first the and 10 at the,
2: the the problem with the narrative here is, we just spent the last thirty minutes, and we're not the only ones. You know, everybody after this game has spent the majority of their show or podcast or whatever their their outlet is talking about uh, something that we're going to talk about. Oh, overtime rules. Yeah. And then talking about these referees and these penalties yeah. that were missed. I am not. When we just had two amazing close games that went to overtime. The first time the conference championship, both games have gone to overtime in NFL history. Yeah. But what are we talking about?
0: Controversy yeah, for a referee. exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm not a fan of, of the overtime rule.
0: No, we've been, we've been preparing to talk about the overtime rule. Me and Peyton have said we yeah. want to talk about I, this numerous times throughout the year. I, this finally was able to have the opportunity to bring it up that we had to address it. This
1: I hate week. using this word. I hate using the word fair because life is not fair. But when you don't give both teams an opportunity to score, in my opinion, that's not fair. I totally agree. Like, why are you going to let this team get the ball? And if they score, they automatically win. Everybody's like, "Well, your defense should play better." All right. Well, if it was flipped and your team lost during overtime because they didn't get a chance to score, then you'd be saying the same thing that we're all saying. Right. So
2: you're saying like, like as far as like, uh, take an example in the NBA, you, the Warriors. You go to overtime, and and they're only allowed to play defense. And then if they make a stop, then they get to go. Score and try to right. win, it, right? It's, it's so you're different. trying to, you're like I'm saying, you're so trying like, to make okay, Steph Curry, who's the one of the, the greatest shooter, and and Durant, who's probably the greatest scorer, you're making them play defense in order to win in overtime, where that's not the the, the strength of the team, right? That's not how the NBA goes, and that's well, not the well, Warrior strength. Eh? And you're right. If I'm saying like right. if you made them play defense and they had to make a stop in order for them to score and use their strength, that's it's not fair. Sudden I mean, death only makes sudden sense. Sudden death, like you would not do that in the NBA. I'm trying soccer. to make the point is you would never do that in the NBA, right? You right. Would never, right, exactly. Yes.
1: Like, in the, okay, I'm, I was trying to follow Sorry. you. It was a, it was, I'm it sure was you could see it on my face where I was like, It what? was that, <laughs> pretty poorly worded. So I think end. what you're trying to say, like, so in the NBA, you know, I'll get you in pain. they they toss the ball up, they, they tip off, and then whoever gets the ball, they score, they score, they, they go down the court, they score until time runs out. Whoever has the more point, most points wins. Right. In NFL, white white okay, this this team got
4: head so and they elected so they get the ball if they score first in the game. Period. Well,
2: okay, I will say this before Peyton uh, gets his point in. When you're looking at the stats, all right, I'm a big stats guy. It's about 52 percent of the time this year. That the team who won the toss won in the NFL, so it wasn't it wasn't no astronomical. It, it but, used to and, and, be before they yeah. changed
0: the rule for it. Yeah. It was that the team who won the coin flip lost yeah. fifty one percent of the time. It's like, very strange. Yeah. And in
2: college football, which everyone's like, oh, we should go to college football rules where you know everybody gets a chance. It's actually fifty four point something percent. Of the time that the team who wins the wins the, gets the ball first, right. wins. So it's actually worse in the in in college football. So fairness, maybe not, is the right point to harp on here. It's probably, hey, what's best for the NFL? What's the most fun? What what do fans well, want? And get, it's 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 offense, did, and it's it's everybody gets a chance to score. It's you don't want to see Patrick Mahomes, who's the MVP, never get a chance to win the game. Right, yeah. right. You want him on the field to get a chance to exactly. win the game.
1: And so, but didn't they change the the overtime rule to make the game shorter? No. Then why did they change it?
0: They changed the overtime rule that way because before what it was, overtime rule was whoever won the coin flip, they got the ball, and if they scored a field goal, the game was over. Now, how the way it goes is that the coin flip happens, team who gets the ball. If they get a field goal, then the other team, team gets, gets a, a chance, chance for a field goal or to score a touchdown. Right. If they score a touchdown, the game's over. So they say touchdown is sudden death. Field goal is opportunity to play right. one more but time. Why
1: would, you not give, see that is, why would you not give the other team an opportunity? For the touchdown. For the touchdown. Like, it, okay, they just scored a touchdown because their defense sucked. So let's see if this defense sucks just as bad as them. And if they score, then it starts all back over. Right.
0: Peyton, go ahead and go with what you're going to go into, then I want to add something back in my that. So
4: Jared Dirty knows where I'm going to go with this. Yes, I do. Because I, I bring it up every time that this overtime piece comes up.
3: Kyle's going to be with
4: is, you. Um, the Seahawks-Broncos in 2014. Peyton Manning came back uh, from I, – I don't remember the deficit. I remember he came back from multiple scores down to tie the game and send it to overtime. Seahawks won the toss, elected to receive. Russell Wilson takes them down, and they score a touchdown. And the first thing that was said was Peyton Manning couldn't do enough or didn't do enough. I, uh, I was, that's just bogus to be able to say something like that. And for people to, to believe it too. Like, okay, he, he scraped back, tied the game and extended it and then doesn't even get to touch the ball and then loses. Right. So. I mean, to Mike's point as well, like both teams have to touch the ball. And I, you know, I understand you don't want the game to go on forever. And if you did like a full fifth quarter, basically like that would that would take forever. But you've got to let the other team touch the ball. I mean, even if it is a team that I don't like, um, you know, I I still feel like the opposing team should touch that ball. You know, do you wipe out extra points and force two point conversions Uh, You know, I don't know but both teams have got to have a piece of it in overtime. I agree
1: 110
4: million percent
0: Yeah Um, For me if we're going to talk about different rule options Obviously the college models when you click it going to I know a lot of people's biggest complain about the college model with NFL is putting the ball at the 25-yard line. It's a little gimmicky. G- g- little gives, you, you move it to the gives 35 NFL, maybe. Right? right. It gives, gives it NFL players play. a chance to score pretty much on every time they get down to the 25. So m- my thought is this. If we're going to go to the college model, either go to where we're setting the ball at the 40-yard line and then going from there because then you're still 40-yard line kicking a field goal. That's a 57-yard field goal at that point in time. So, I mean, you're still pushing it back hard enough they don't get a first down. Um we do that or if we're going to keep a model similar to what it is now go to allow both teams to be able to score a touchdown but if you score a touchdown why you have to go for two why don't you on both on both ends of it and then why make it come down to the two minutes
2: especially in the playoffs why don't you just play the, the full, full quarter right yeah you could always do that too That's why don't you just a play idea. a full quarter That's i mean i don't either. i don't understand you, and, why then you can't keep, do and then keep playing the full quarter again
1: I think it all goes back. I think it all honestly just goes back to time. Maybe
2: at least in the playoffs. At least in the playoffs, play the full quarter, keep playing. Yeah, but our is that's what soccer does. I mean, they change it. They don't have the shootout in, in. Uh,
1: but dude, like our television uh, stations, you know, CBS, Fox, whoever, are they willing to give up that time?
3: They should. They're making millions of dollars on viewers. Yeah, that are watching they, football. Yeah. yeah, but you they got way
1: more off of sports than they do TV shows. Yeah, you're right. But then you gotta. But you have that one lady that's sitting at home that's demanding to watch sixty minutes. Demanding to watch <laughs> Nancy Grace. <laughs> You know, or, or whatever, and you know now they're gonna. Well, le- she can write
2: a strong letter that will probably get lost in the U.S. postal system, <laughs> and, uh, and and then it'll never get to anybody. So we will never know that she missed sixty minutes because to, to because the Saints game went into overtime. To
1: whom it may concern, I'm so tired well, of this. Dear Brady Mr. God. CBS. Uh,
4: yeah. So Mike, yeah. Nancy Grace is on HLN anyway, so whatever, whatever, the same channel, whatever. So no, no, whatever. Complaints.
1: The fact oh, that look- you
0: know that makes me surprised.
4: Oh, I just had to
1: Google it. But. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. All right. So, got our venting out there. Tom Brady. We all hate that we have to watch. Don't say his a name. Ninth anymore. Super I Bowl with yeah. TB twelve.
3: <laughs> you know what though? I really think that the Rams have. A recipe to be able to. Oh, give, I think Rams win. Give I, the Patriots everything they can handle.
0: Listen, what the Rams, what the Patriots have been successful with in this postseason has been running an offense out of 2005. Yeah, running the ball. Yeah, you're not going to be able to do that against the Rams defense. That front four is too good, and they're
2: even the Well, that's the thing that really beat the Chiefs, right? I you was going to say, yeah. Sony Michelle, even Rex Burkhead, ran the ball all over the Chiefs four rushing touchdowns in the game. Tom Brady only had one passing touchdown. Well, and, right? and look yeah. back
3: to uh, how many times they ran the ball cuz I guarantee you if you look at they time ran the ball like You look at time times. of possession. Oh, time yeah, of possession was probably incredibly They ran the ball in, like times. Favorite. I
2: think the Chiefs ran 10 times for 30 yards. Yeah. So that was the huge difference there the running game between the two teams. Well, I this, think we're
0: all saying this too, like t- completely taking our bias hatred for the Pats off the table. Looking at if I'm looking at it as being analytical roster talent making what i want to see roster talent and the way things have been done this season i think you have to put your money on and the rams to be the team i, I to think
2: win. it's pretty much a toss-up it's a pretty even matchup and but the one thing that you can say here is because it you know as we're still two weeks away we finally can say that the, the coaching advantage is not tremendous with the patriots this year right Sean McVay is, is the uprising star, and, I mean, everyone's trying to find the next Sean McVay, which they never will, but there's a reason everyone's trying to find the next Sean McVay. The guy's 32 years old and just led the team to the Super Bowl in his second second year? As coach. Second year as coach, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, but he yeah. has, like, doesn't he have, like, some sort of, like, photographic he memory? A, he has an, an identical memory.
0: He
2: does, yeah. but, I mean, I'm saying, as far as this game goes, every time, you know, the Patriots were either in the Super Bowl this or, is his or third just year. in the games... This is no. This year. is this is Jared Goff's third year. Yeah, this, th- was Jared Goff's was Jared rookie Goff? year was with Jeff Fisher. Yep. A- was he a- a- with Jeff Fisher? Okay, Mr. A- okay. A- okay. A- okay,
3: Mr. QB Destroyer. <laughs> yeah, he was only there for half a year. Right.
2: So the thing is here, you're not getting. I think it's fair to say at this point, you're not getting the tremendous coaching advantage with the Patriots this year. Finally, no. yes. finally. Yes. Well, and uh, you know,
0: coaching is what got him to the Super Bowl. Changing up to go to that offense.
2: Oh, I mean every single year. Nobody every single saw that game, coming. That yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and at this point, looking at the rosters, I mean QB wise, you give the advantage to the Patriots. But almost every other aspect, the advantage is, is definitely the Rams. Right. Defense you know, wise, you know, who it's really going to come Rams. down to offensive skill players. It's going to it's going
3: to come down to Jared Goff. Sure. Does Jared Goff have a good game? Why if he not. has a good game. I think the Rams win this game. Well, you can say
2: that, yes, on the offensive side, but it also comes down to Aaron Donald. If they can get to Tom Brady without blitzing, you need to put seven, eight guys into coverage, and if Ndamukong Sue and Aaron Donald can rush the the passer and and get to
4: him. If there was ever a time for Ndamukong Sue to stomp on a player again, (laughs) it would be in this Super Bowl. I would
0: tell you this. During the Pats game, when they dropped back for that flu flicker, I was like, oh, come on. Let's, see it. Him, Let's see it. Let's see the Joe Theismann play. Come on. like That's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. So
3: th- this is what I take away from the Rams' defense. I actually don't think that they they, they could blitz, I think. So th- I think they actually have good matchups everywhere on defense. For them, the major thing is getting that interior rush. For beating the Patriots, you have to have a good interior well, rush. It's the Giants. It's, it's the, giant right, system, the Giants Right. The Giants and the first half of the Falcons the game. That the first Falcons half of and Falcons even the Eagles. Game, they actually it. got pressure inside yep. Yep. and made him uncomfortable inside the pocket. I and mean, even the
2: Eagles, the strength of that defense is right. that and defensive Well they, line. they scored I mean, they scored a pretty was good amount in that a, game. Yeah, but I mean it was a very high scoring game, but at the end it came down to that. It came down, it to, came down right. to that play.
3: Now the the Dante Fowler was a huge trade. That was a huge trade. They now
2: have four first-round picks on that defensive line.
3: All four of those guys are first-round picks. And their their corners, I think, actually match up well. Because their physical corners, I actually think that they match up really well with the receivers of New England. So that's why I think that it really comes down to does Jared Goff have a good game? I think if he throws for 252 touchdowns, I think that that's good enough for them to see about winning that game. Sure. Don't turn the ball over. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, obviously, I mean, we still have another week. Next week, we'll be back on the show again. I uh, definitely can go a little bit more into this next week as well, a little bit more detail what we think of how things could work out for this. Give it a week, maybe to look over some options here. I uh, had the Pro Bowl this weekend. I'm not sure if anybody's going to watch a Pro Bowl. I'm not planning <laughs> on it, but. Pro Bowl is on Sunday night if anybody wants to see, so tune in is for that. Hawaii again? It's actually in uh, Orlando, Orlando now. It. They're moving it around. NFL's trying to get the Pro Bowl to gain some kind of Tries. reputation, but nobody cares. It means nothing. It does. It's so. a celebrity contest. We'll be back again next week. Uh, I'm gonna hey, go. are you going to be back in town
2: on Thursday night next week? Can we make plans for Thursday night?
4: I'll be there. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> so, I'm,
2: I'm going to go eat my sadness away from, from talking about Tom Brady and just go find a bunch of food. Just think, though, come this time
0: two weeks from now, yes. we won't have to talk about Peyton, it anymore. Peyton, Maybe a Super Bowl recap. So. We could talk about how Tom Brady failed in the Super Bowl. and how... oh, Don't get my hopes up. <laughs> no, don't, don't get my hopes up.
2: Don't tease me like that. That's what we can hope for. So.
3: Peyton uh, just displayed his inner Miles Finch from Elf. <laughs> <laughs> he said 72 degrees. I'll be there. there.
2: (laughs) That's great. Yep.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening to the Down in Flames podcast. Again, we'll be back live again next week on Thursday night. Show will be posted on Friday. Look for us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast. Thank you all for your support, and have a great night.